Oh yeah, you're doing the whole thing. I'm probably gonna leave that in. Oh lordy. <laughs> Anytime you want to kick this off. Okay, well, hello. This is Chewy Darso hosting After the Hype today because Brian hates this movie. Uh, and with us is Brian. Yo. John. Hi. Emily. Hello. And my friend Beth. Hey, hey. Ask Beth if she has any plugs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's going really well so far. Beth, can you say your whole name? Oh, my name's Elizabeth Ann Hanley. Ann Hanley. Uh, and I've been trying to get Beth on for a long time. Yes, you have. Uh, do you have anything to plug right now? Um, well, right now I'm working on Grey's Anatomy. It's a little show nobody's heard of, but like we have high hopes for it. So if everyone could just keep watching... <laughs> Seasons 14, 15, and 16. Jesus that would Christ. be amazing. It currently has the highest paid female star, like, ever. Yeah, it does. It's an yeah. empowering as, as Who is fuck. that? I never remember her name. Ellen Pompeo is oh, the okay. lead actress. I don't watch And show. she just negotiated a $20 million a year contract, Jesus. which is well-deserved. She's been there 14 freaking seasons. Um, so we were pretty jazzed about so that. So the future of television, it's just going to be Grey's Anatomy and Supernatural for the end <laughs> yeah. of time. Yeah, 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 They're unstoppable forces, so don't fight it. Why don't we have a crossover of there that yet? There should be a crossover where she's treating them and be like, guys, gotta stop fighting demons. That well, would be the first episode a of demon, both that I watch. <laughs> and they discovered a demon in the hospital, obviously. I, I mean, guys, all they have to do is get hurt and then be taken through ER to Grey Sloan, and then they can be treated at the hospital. Done. Done and done. We've written it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, tell your bosses about that. I've oh, only yeah, watched... yeah, the writers really listen to a set costume. <laughs> <laughs> Never know. I only watched one episode of Grey's Anatomy in my entire life, and it was one with Christina Ricci, I believe, where she had to keep her hand inside of a dude's body because it had a bomb from World Ooh, War II stuck in it. Oh, that's a really... Yeah, mm-hmm. And I was like, I, this is kind of dramatic. Like, this is cool. <laughs> it's all dramatic. <laughs> it's a drama. Yeah. I mean, just kind of dramatic. I guess. I, was just I like, wonder so what dramatic you have is. To keep your hand on the bomb inside the guy's chest, or the bomb will go off. Yeah, no pressure. No, not at all. What are you talking about? Oh, yes, I would just pressure. move my hand and go ooky. <laughs> <laughs> Fatherhood's gonna be real shocking. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be, be hell in the trip. room when the baby comes out, because then you might want to faint. If you're in couch. the hospital and hear somebody shrieking ooky, that was me. <laughs> Got it. It'll be it'll be the first time in your life when you can say. I've seen some shit. Right. That's the first thing your baby's going to hear. Oh, okay. I'm, Perfect. I'm moderating, so I have to rein this in. You, you do. Have to continue with the actual show, guys. Uh-huh. Um, what show so, again? Oh, this is Down with again. Chewy. <laughs> and we're talking about a movie. Where have you been doing? Oh. <laughs> Where have you been doing? <laughs> and then we have to do the breakdown. This is as great as the movie we're going to talk about today. <laughs> I just never pay attention, I guess. Uh, all right, Brian, where Thanks. have you been doing? <laughs> uh, okay, I uh, I finished 106 hours worth of video game this week, and I would say it's the best 106 hours I've spent in a video game since the original Mass Effect, and that was Persona 5. I talked about it a few weeks ago. It's still uh, blowing my mind that you did it in less than a month. Yeah, I played the fuck out of that game. <laughs> uh, it, it's uh, I don't really want to say too much, because if you haven't, if you're not interested in it, I'm not going to be able to sell you on it because it's a JRPG. And if you're not into JRPGs, this one's another one. Um, but I think it has some of the best written characters. It's a great story. It's very anime, like very anime, where at the end they're just like screaming feelings at each other. And it's like, if you're not into that, I get it. But uh, And I'm usually not. But for some reason, this one just really won me over. The characters are wonderful. The, the combat system is wonderful. The style of the game is wonderful. 
Like, I can't sing the praises of this enough. I've already started another playthrough, and I'll probably spend another 100 hours in it over the course of the next few months. Like, wow. Nice. just so, so good. What, what are you doing? What are you planning on doing different this time around? Uh, well, you have only, like, so much time. Like, the way they, the game is set up, you only have, like, uh, you have two time slots a day, and you get uh, basically nine months of gameplay. So however much time you get is how much time you get. Uh, so you can't basically get everyone on your side. Like there's a hundred like NPCs that you're supposed to meet and interact with and you not a hundred, but there's an, a lot and you can only get so many. So I've seen all their stories now. So on another playthrough, I can go spend time with different people and get a whole, basically a whole different experience and different stories and whatnot. It's awesome. On your playthrough, is there any way you can get one of your male characters to get in a sexy cat suit? Uh, no, but I can't have them run around in just their bathing suits. Can you do that? It'd be more fun for me. <laughs> sure. They're all, like all the male characters are wearing like these long leather jackets and things. Yeah. And then the girls are essentially dominatrixes. Only one. The other girls aren't. Mm-hmm. One girl's a pirate. A sexy pirate. Like she went to Party City. So. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all just bad Halloween costumes. Okay. Oh, yeah. But I mean, they kind of make fun of that, too, because they're a bunch of teenagers. Like it's a bunch of kids in high school. And they're uh-huh. like, oh, you think this looks cool? They're like, yeah, doesn't it? No, <laughs> it's, just like, it's I, it just has such a wonderful, like just nature to the whole game. Like I, I love the fuck out of it and everyone should play it. If, if only for like the first 10 hours to see if you like it. That's it for me. Okay. Uh, so I've probably been talking, I've probably talked about this before, but uh, I, the new campaign for critical role just started about maybe five, six weeks ago. And, um, New characters, kind of new everything, kind of starting from zero, level one, being all super squishy and stuff. And uh, I've been really enjoying it. It's been super fun. And now that everyone in the cast has played enough D&D to kind of not have to, like, look up the rules every single time, they can act. Like, they can act their characters a lot more. And it's been hilarious. They've been leaning into the humor a lot more. And basically, (laughs) there hasn't been an episode where the DM, uh, Matt Mercer, hasn't, like, lost it. And they, I, I feel like they're trying to, but the show is really fun, and it feels like they're in their stride now. Have you guys uh, integrated the newest thing, D and D, the Old Spice uh, character option? <laughs> no, but I, I, I've looked. I've looked at those rules. They seem it. legit. Do it. <laughs> I mean, why not? Do and report There's... back. <laughs> it, it, it is a little. <laughs> I, I want to hear feel, about people using. I that. feel weird saying this, but it is a little op. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, a little, a little bit powerful, but. Uh, I mean, he just gets to say, I'm on a horse. And then right. he gets to ride away with the woman. <laughs> or a unicorn. Perfect. Without a shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> True, what about uh, you? Where I've been doing, I've continued my Grim Marathon with by myself. Uh, Brian actually got really annoying that last night about it. And I had I'm to just asking like, questions. Please turn it off. <laughs> well, you just, were asking all the questions. questions continually. You were like a two-year-old asking me questions about Grim. And I'm just training you. <laughs> <laughs> everything they're vesting they just did the thing he's got to fight these alligator people that live underground and that's just the way grim is okay why just now just imagine two of me (laughs) godspeed Uh, i've made a terrible mistake (laughs) but other than that i did watch one of the newest episodes of svu it's just interesting this year because i mean i've watched every episode of svu i had like from the because when they came on you know hulu or whatnot it's one of those things we're like oh i can watch every uh and they (laughs) they feel like they're getting more political this year Hmm. they had a me too episode and the Hmm. episode that i just watched was oh now why am i blanking on what i watched uh antifa essentially um 
it's the whole premise was that this right wing blonde lady, of course, went to a college, was spouting her right wing stuff and calling all the liberals, you know, snowflakes and shit. And she gets raped because uh, it says for you. And the whole episode is be like, all right, well, who raped her? Was it a member of Antifa or was it a neo-Nazi? And it was like, I mean, it's SVU, so it's heavy handed. And they're trying to do it in the best way that they could without saying any particular side. Because that's the whole like thing in America right now where. Um, There's good people on both sides. No, that's no. not what the thing was, is that the, the cops were trying to stay. Uh unbiased because they're cops oh uh, yeah and the girl none of them like the girl because she's crazy and right wing and uh they're cops who are supposed to help everyone and so they're trying to figure out if she's just blaming the antifa guy because he's an antifa and she wants to use this as a political act or was one of her uh followers the guy who raped her because you know they're misogynist dickholes <laughs> and it was like, they did it good and bad Everything on SVU is better than their Gamergate episode because that one was awful. Gamergate was awful. It, which, which, ironically enough, the, the villain in that Gamergate episode was uh, Logan Paul who did the uh, oh, uh, Suicide Forest video. Oh, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> which is like, you couldn't have seen that one coming. I just, like, they couldn't have picked a better guy to be a horrible video game douchebag. <laughs> I just hated the Gamergate episode because it ended with the girl saying, it's my fault I got raped. Aww. And I was just like, what the fuck, SVU? Never okay. Yeah, how you kept watching that show after that, I don't understand. Well, because they have a lot of good episodes. No, I get that. I just, I know me, I would have rage quit. She's just there for iced tea. Is yeah. he still on the show? Yes. Okay. He's still one I of the like best parts tea. of the show. It's a combination of citrus and meth, and we call it orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the most depend- I love his, that meme disappointing of moments of Rick and Morty was when they had Ice-T as a character, and it wasn't actually voiced by Ice-T. I was oh. like, oh, that was an opportunity, guys. Yeah. It would have been pretty cool. But yeah. it's just it's interesting to watch <laughs> SVU right now trying. They're trying so hard to be involved in the discussion, but they have to be a TV show about cops, which technically... You know, when you're a TV show, you're not really supposed to choose sides either. And you're not supposed to choose sides when you're a cop. So I will say I'm amazed at how they can keep like their only reason. Their only like rule is just like it's about rape. And yet they've managed to keep that show. There's another show. It'll be Grey's Anatomy and Supernatural and fucking Law and Order SVU till the end of time. Women are always getting raped. Well, SVU yeah. also does kidnappings. Don't forget that. That's they fill out yeah. some of it with kidnappings. Yeah. I mean, it is a little bit of a Venn diagram. <laughs> <laughs> of rape and kidnapping. So the, the sometimes the, the kids get raped. The good, the oh. second cross. Oh, the next crossover is going to be SVU and Grey's Anatomy and Supernatural. <laughs> it's going to be a well, sad, messed up that's episode. Three different networks to be able to cross over. Between. That crossover is going to make me feel three different ways. <laughs> the last crossover episode thing I watched was Bones with Sleepy Hollow, and that was oh, that weird. was weird. I didn't like it. Weirder than the Family Guy one. The Family Guy Simpsons one? No, the Family Guy Bones one. <laughs> I'm like, what? Right. Oh, but that's where I've been doing. So Emily, uh, I've had <laughs> there's no I've had so much work this week. I haven't had time to be doing anything other than work. Um, so I'll talk about what I've been doing the past few weekends when I've been leaving here. Or the one weekend where I had to miss the the one episode. Um, I'm in a new relationship to well, new enough that I'm learning all of my boyfriend's things. And he is in the Society for Creative Anachronism. So every weekend, I've been going to watch uh, dudes beat dudes with other with sticks while wearing armor. And there's a king and queen. Well, not anymore. They abdicated. 
Um, because this is, he's in the kingdom. Okay, guys, it's so political. It's so political. It's crazy. Um, people get dressed up in like period accurate. Okay. The society for creative anachronism is basically LARPers, but it's this whole community and it's all pre 1600s. So the first one, first I hear, heard about it, I was like, Oh, cool. I can make a corset. And he was like, no corsets. And I was like, Oh, so that was my big disappointing. I can't wear a corset <laughs> thing. Also, he ma- he's like, Ren fair is not appropriately like period accurate. Yeah, corsets anyway. Corsets didn't come till later. Yeah, I know. Like, like right after though, yeah. like we're almost at corsets. Um, <laughs> head of so, my time. So like, anyway, it's a whole thing. Everybody's all dressed up. Everybody all talks in like courtier language and then dudes beat dudes with sticks, which is super fun. That sounds really fun. Um, actually. Yeah. I like to go and watch that. Cause then I get to watch, uh, my boyfriend who I find attractive beating other men with sticks. Uh, and then be you, like, you just made it sound really homoerotic. It is though. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, but it's also just awesome. Um, but the, the, what's one thing that's cool is like they're on the honor system. So dude will be like, Oh, you, you know, you, that was good. You got me, you know? And, um, very rarely is anybody a dick about it. Although sometimes they are. And then, but like, there's this whole political thing because they, they it's the, the kingdom of Kaid. And just a couple of weeks ago, um, the king and queen of Kaid wore a, wore robes that had this pattern on it. That is an ancient Greek symbol that is resemblant of a swastika. Oh my God. Some of my friends were posting about that. Yeah. And it caused a huge huge uproar to the point where people accusing them of being Nazis and they ended up abdicating because it was just it was too much and um some things you can't take back yeah and and I mean it it what it is a historical symbol I know like that they use but whoever made the robe should have maybe thought ahead about but in the past people have worn that symbol before it's just that in the era of Trump and Mm neo-nazis it was a bigger issue than it has ever been before so like that was and I was just like as a someone who's like sort of just starting to get into it I was like oh dear god like I went to a party and everyone was like talking about it and one dude was getting really pissed and it was a whole whole thing so that's what I've been doing but it's really fun watching dudes beat dudes with sticks is, is what I'm saying as long as there's no swastikas on the sticks no swastikas on your sticks okay. or your shield cool last but not least oh uh, hi I have been watching Harlots on Hulu oh it's so good yes Um, and I like started and I was like Meh, I don't know about this and then got immediately sucked in and then eight hours later I was done with the show and really bummed out that it was all done and then I went online and read that Liv Tyler's going to be in season two. Really? What? And I almost fell over myself with happiness. <laughs> I just have not seen her in much yeah. at all. She's in The Leftovers. She's in The Leftovers? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't watch, watch that. that. And yeah. she's like being a mom and raising her kids or whatever. Something responsible. The last thing I saw was uh, Space Station I'm going to be really irresponsible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> the, giant, the giant bear will be your babysitter. Yeah, that'll be great. Uh, <laughs> All right. Is nothing to add? Reason nope. to no. Like I mean, okay. it's gorgeous to look at because I'm a costumer. I'm always just like, oh, that's amazing. But I like that it's told from the lady's perspective instead of a gentleman's perspective. It's two women who run their own brothels. One is like a high classy bitch and one is like low class who's working her way up and they both have vendettas against each other. And it's all like gossip and sex and just like gorgeous to look at. Nice. Sex usually isn't gorgeous to look at, so. No, it's but good. like corsets, corsets and like <laughs> ribbons and high hair is really beautiful to look at. Yeah, there's Rococo in there on the uh, the, the fancy lady side. Oh, yeah. Oh, like hardcore. Okay. Uh, well, so should I move in? Brian's looking at me. I guess I should move into the movie now. Yeah, I can Where? start with the, uh, the stuff we used to do back in the day. Oh, Brian would like to share a user... Re- 
review on the internet, which we always know is such a beautiful place. It's such a wonderful place. And because this movie is so near and dear to my heart, I felt that I had to bring this this back. Uh, so what we used to do is we used to do numbers and we used to do user reviews, um, I think like 80 episodes ago or something like that. Um, so I'll do both because I we're going to have to bring both of these I up. I think you stopped it doing it after BVS, and this movie might be my BVS. It might be. <laughs> um, okay, so this was a big deal for Warner Brothers. They spent a shit ton on this movie. They spent $120 million on the first shoot and then an additional 15 on the second shoot. Mm. Um, and then it made 218 only 33 of which was in the stateside. Uh, <laughs> so we did not give a fuck about this movie. It's a slow burn, guys. It's going to get there. Uh, sure. <laughs> Just keep telling one about that because they're going, fuck. Everything we backed this year sucked. Uh, uh, okay, so the user review comes from Metacritic. Uh, this guy disagrees with me. Uh, maybe not. Uh, he gave it 10 out of 10. And his name is Graham433. Uh, this All right, Graham Mason, we see you. <laughs> <laughs> There's a chance this is dripping with sarcasm. Uh, here we go. This year, w- there was a list of movies I was excited for. Power Rangers, I saw it, 10 out of 10. Transformers, saw it, 10 out of 10. Emoji Movie, saw it, 1 million out of 10. <laughs> Monster Trucks, saw it, 10 out of 10. There was a movie called Monster Trucks? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's oh, a whole different thing. It's about aliens who are inside of trucks, and yeah. you drive the aliens in the truck. I was about to make a horrible joke. Okay. I'm going to skip it. Uh, and it was a bad one, just so you know. Uh, and then Diary of a Wimpy Kid, 10 out of 10. And then Geostorm. And at the bottom <laughs> of the list, Geostorm. And you know what they say? Save the best for last. <laughs> this movie was fucking phenomenal. CGI was immaculate. It was better than Avatar CGI, <laughs> CGI-wise. It made me want to watch it for the rest of my life. Gerard Butler, now this guy's a fucking legend. He was in Gods of Egypt, which is the godfather of Egypt movies. <laughs> Olympus has fallen, like uh, Taken but better, and Movie 43, which I can't pretend to love that movie because I don't. I love it with a cherry on top. That's right, folks, a cherry on top. (laughs) From the producer behind Eight-Legged Freaks, Independence Day Resurgent, saw it, 10 out of 10, and The Librarians, wait, (laughs) wait, that show is actually kind of (laughs) good. Season three was bad, but the other two were... Uh, he only produced season three. Shit. Uh, <laughs> Is that actually how it's written? Uh, uh, it says uh, season three was bad, but the other two were, oh, he only produced season oh three. My God, I added awesome. the shit. <laughs> uh, I am not joking. When I searched for the director's name on Google, the first image with him popped up in David Ayer on, uh, of Suicide Squad. I saw it. 10 out of 10. Uh, <laughs> and then in all caps to finish it off, this movie is the embodiment of Jesus Christ. <laughs> So that's our user review. <laughs> Sounds like, did, are you sure that wasn't written by Jason Manzoukas? <laughs> are you sure it wasn't written by a 10-year-old who just got their hands on a laptop? <laughs> I, I, I found that pretty wonderful and felt I had to share. All right, well, after that glowing review. Um, so, yes, we're talking about Geostorm today, everybody, uh, which was my choice because it was my choice to see it in theaters. Uh Wait, you paid to see this in a theater? We did. And then paid to rent it. I've seen it. I've paid for this fucking thing twice. I really did not enjoy paying for this movie. So you guys alone are going to help Warner Brothers just make it back is what you're saying. Uh, that's Chewie's goal. Not mine. <laughs> I'm slow bird, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I wanted to talk about this movie today because honestly, I do feel like it's underappreciated. But before oh. we actually go into that, Beth does need to uh, 
do her 30 second breakdown which she has been expressing to me I via text you so much for this <laughs> but i love you everyone you have to intro it all right so today we're talking about geostorm and right now beth the lovely beth is going to break it down in 30 seconds oh or less God. and you know this is a very complex movie so no pressure thanks so much you have to, you have to give it a go <laughs> all right uh go 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 Okay, Geostorm is the everyman story of Gerard Butler as a scientist, weatherman, contractor, engineer, and HR specialist who builds a space station that can manipulate the weather to combat global warming. He, of course, is fired by his brother for being a loose cannon, but years later goes back to space to fight nefarious bad guys who are causing weather his weather machine to do evil. With the help of his little brother on Earth, they are able to stop a Geostorm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said that did it. <laughs> and just like the movie, we had a countdown, guys. <laughs> oh boy, it actually sounded better when she. Yeah, pitched you made it, it sound <laughs> really eloquent. You skipped over all the fucking talking <laughs> and unlikable characters. Yeah. I mean, if the movie was what she just pitched, I I would not be bitching about doing it today. <laughs> no, she did pitch it. That is what the movie <laughs> is. Sure, <laughs> that's how they sold it. Yeah, and then they made it. All right. Uh, well, so we're going to talk about Geostorm. And I know that I am the minority about this movie, not just at this table, but in life. Uh, <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> I enjoyed this movie. Most people did not. But I also, I went into this movie going, I know exactly what this is. And when we watched it, I went, okay, that was exactly what I thought I was going to get. And I enjoyed it. Can like, you explain to me exactly which aspects you enjoyed please. in this film? Because by saying you enjoyed it, you, that's a blanket statement. That doesn't, that's meaningless. Okay. Well, I didn't know if I wanted to go into all the details right now or. Well, we are into something because I mean, we're all, yeah, we're all, right. all coming at this like hard, like this sucked. And okay. you're going to hear a lot of disparagement of this yeah. movie <laughs> today. Fine. So when I saw the trailers for this movie, it brought me back. <laughs> to the it, Geostorm era. <laughs> Remember me, Geostorms? It brought me back <laughs> to the childhood 90s, guys. Well, the great Geostorm of 97. Let's not forget. Exactly. The great Geostorm of 97. I lived in Iowa in 93 when the flood almost wiped out the whole state. That was kind of a Geostorm. I was in North Dakota. The, the Red River rose. <laughs> All right. But you remember the good old days, pre-9-11, when we made these disaster movies mm -hmm. that were filled with heart where we got Volcano, where they said, uh, like, the end of the message, everyone looks the same, That's Daddy. the worst part of that movie. <laughs> I know, it's so bad. Um, Sorry, Brian. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> but it's just where it, the dialogue was heavy, none of the characters really mattered, the special effects was up and down on quality, but you had fun watching people die. And it's just like, I was like, all right, we're going back to the 90s with Geostorm, guys. It's, we're so innocent Everything's going to be so great. We're going to solve this problem and the world's going to love each other. And that's kind of the way this movie was. Like, yeah, but all those movies that you're talking about were fun. There you like, go. They yeah, were I, just, th I had fun with this movie. I don't I know why I'm the only one when? that did. I, I told, I, the last third, I think, is okay. And like that's it's so good compared to the first two thirds. But the last third has like double cross after double cross after double cross and there's has explosions a, explosions there's a car chase with lightning like it just goes off the walls i'm like if the whole movie had sequences like this i'm in like where's your eiffel tower exploding but that, yeah if it was that the entire time it wouldn't be a 90s movie because 90s movies when you go back to them had lots of dialogue no they, they did but they also had inciting incidents and they were fun 
They but, were fun. Like even as like like think about when uh, is it is it Armageddon? I think it's Armageddon where like a a meteor comes down and and blasts into the pavement, and then some dude's got his dog and his dog's like dangling from a leash in the hole that the See, thing just caused. And everybody's like, ah, yeah. it is know, Armageddon. But you know what Armageddon fun. is? It's Michael Bay. And yeah. I like I was telling Brian, this movie's Michael Bay without the douche. Without the fun part. Without the douchey part. Maybe the well, douchey yeah, part is the fun part. Yeah, I, I see, the thing is, like, this guy, the guy who directed this movie, uh, he's not like a slouch. Like, he's been around forever, but he always works with Roland Emmerich. And it's like, Roland Emmerich makes these movies. The director is Dean Devlin. Sorry, by the way. Dean, yeah, Devlin. Dean Devlin. Um, but, like, Dean Devlin has worked with Roland Emmerich how, who knows how many times. A lot. And they make fun, stupid movies. But Roland has to be the guy who's bringing that fun because Dean did not like. And I I get what you're saying. Like it feels like a like kind of a stupid weather movie from the '90s. Like it'd fall right in with Dante's Peak, Volcano, Deep Impact, like any of those things. But it just those movies had this level of camp and like silliness to them that this one I felt like kept thinking that it had while never actually having it. Like, I think it probably had it before he had the reshoots, honestly. And it's a possibility. That's something I don't know. We'll never I don't know. know what they added, what they took away, but if the if people these movies don't do well. Everyone likes to talk about right now how, oh my god, I love 2012. Did you? Because no one really ma- went to it when it was out. You know what movie did do well that it sounds like you were describing? was San Andreas with The Rock. Actually, yeah, that was that a was disaster awesome. film, and it was fun, and it had that whole nostalgia thing you were talking about, and it did well. I this enjoyed is no San Andreas. Andreas but Man, I it should be on the back of the box. <laughs> <laughs> of which one? <laughs> San Andreas was... I don't know. I had a lot of fun watching San Andreas, but I enjoy this one more because the dialogue is so stunted and so over the top in everything. And comes out of the mouths of fully unlikable characters. That's fine oh, with okay. me. Yeah, can we talk about the relationship between the brothers, which was supposed to be the core of this movie? The, the How, 20, 20, years apart 20 year different brothers. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I'll give but they a... grew up together. They grew up together and they were close. But they're like, we never... So they lived next to his college university. <laughs> like, they lived next to MIT. They totally did. The entire time, they're separated, but I never feel like they have a relationship I give a shit about like and and this is a this isn't a com- I think this is related like some of the way I was noticing the way it's shot so when we're we're on the space station Gerard Butler is looking at his brother on the screen and it's clearly a screen it's 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 digitally put in and you see his side of the conversation when we flip around to the brother we're POV of the screen on the brother in his location we never see the reverse and I think it's things like that 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 I was it was really bothering me and it was pulling me out and it made me feel like they weren't in the same space together and it just never thematically they weren't <laughs> yeah thematically they I liked, weren't but I like to say they I, didn't want to pay for that fourth wall when, <laughs> at uh, Washington but like weirdly enough weirdly enough that particular <laughs> like, senior mentioning I thought it was interesting that the younger brother was bigger than the older brother yeah in the way they it's framed that so very like, Star yeah. Warsy feel about this it movie, with that. And what they I were all it, the emperor when we were at Washington. Right. <laughs> like I also didn't like this movie, but I liked it more than you guys. Maybe I was a little bit more middle of the road. I tend to be that way in a lot of the movies these days. But I thought their relationship was funny. But because of that, like that had plans to be very serious and thematic. But then yeah. you had Gerard Butler doing something. Gerard Butler and this other brother doing like. His, Gerard whoever, Butler was trying harder in this film than his brother was. Than Jim, Jim Sturgis. Jim Sturgis. Who 
Brian has to keep reminding me he's British because Jim Sturgis does not sound British at did all. You, did you like the line where Gerard Butler's like, we were raised in the UK, we were born yeah. in the UK, yeah. but we were raised in like this, by the way, we both have accents. Don't pay any attention yeah. to it. Anyway. Our dialect coach uh, sucks. Jim, <laughs> Jim Sturgis also has the same haircut in every movie he, yes, he ever does. does. They never, it, like, I, I make, makes me wonder whether or not they can comb his hair. <laughs> it might just be painted on. Yeah, I don't know. It's not Maybe real he hair. just really enjoys the disheveled look. <laughs> But you're not supposed to have when you're supposed to be an important member of that's the government. Like Tell that to Bernie Sanders. Oh, that's a well, <laughs> Bernie tries. His hair is just really He wild. tried when he started running for president. But until then, he was the crazy-haired <laughs> congressman. I mean, our president has crazy hair. All the our rules president are doesn't gone. have hair, and he tries to just see, kind of mop it around. The, the scene at the council meeting or the Senate meeting where uh, Gerard Butler is about ready to jump over the table and either beat the shit out of that uh, senator or kiss him was hilarious for me. It was getting so heated and I was like... It's There's so out com- of left but, field. Yeah. There's no so, build up to it. No so here, here's where I'll jump in. So what I think is happening, and I, I could be wrong, but so for those of you who don't know, this movie was shot, was supposed to come out early 2016, came out late 2017. So this thing has been like in the works for a long time. Basically what happened was they finished the movie did a whole bunch of test screenings and they went horribly like well, yeah horribly uh so they spent another 15 million to rewrite they brought on jerry bruckheimer who refused to be credited uh <laughs> like i mean he doesn't even make movies anymore much anymore. yeah he, does. he still produces stuff but he not under the same presented by jerry yeah no he i don't think he does a lot under that banner anymore um but still he he works but yeah so he didn't get credited they brought on different writers they brought on a, uh the director wasn't available they brought on a new director like the woman who played the mom wasn't available, so they swapped out the mom. Like, they reshot this movie. Holy shit. And what I think happened is that the movie, I could be wrong here, but I, the movie that Chewie loves is still in here in parts, and I think that's what John was watching. So when, like, that yeah. sequence, like, where uh, Gerard Butler's like, oh, I'm sorry I'm late. I only had to fly in from space. <laughs> like, God, <laughs> it's a good line. And, he, and he, said that, he said that like he was in a Nolan movie, and I thought, <laughs> it's so wild. But I think... I could be wrong, but yeah. I think that was the first movie. That's right. I, mean. I, I think, think the, this. I there think was a campy, stupid movie that people saw and like, we're done with these. That was the '90s. Why are you making another one? Right. And they tried to overcorrect with this like super serious, super yeah. smart sci-fi movie, think, and just watered down the whole fucking experience. I think the entire opening and end with the whole thinking about global warming with the daughter narrating. I think that was all added in later. I don't think that was in the first cut. Because that does not fit the tone of the movie at all. There is no tone to this movie. The tone's all over the place. Can we talk about the fucking precocious kid? (laughs) She she was unlikable, though. Because she just kept throwing little fits. And she'd be like, this is why mom's angry. But but why? I'm a viewer. I wasn't there for the history right. of this relationship. <laughs> why is mom angry? What's Why are you Ubering to the that. airport alone? I didn't want there to be a bunch of He didn't of come home from space one movie. weekend. He didn't the, come home from space one weekend. The kid was like 40 years old, though. <laughs> like, she was this tiny little, like, I am an adult. I make lots of decisions and I say oh, intelligent things. That was another she, thing from the late 90s, early 2000s, which that's was true. the plucky, really that's smart true. girls. I mean, yeah, that's like... And then Dakota Fanning became Dakota Fanning because of that. That's a good point. All right, I'll give you that. Yeah, I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't have a problem with her character in that regard, like the overly smart, like 14 year old. I kind of enjoy that character in movies every now and then. This one, I just, I felt like they, they wrote that character, they let her be in the movie, and then pff, forgot about her. Yeah. And it's like. Uh, she's supposed to be the emotional grounding. And I'm like, I don't need any emotional grounding. Yeah, but she's only in the movie for eight minutes, maybe. Yeah. Like, I can't be grounded in a two hour movie with yeah. eight minutes and of that, character. Also, we got to ask, how does, like, CNN or whatever that they're 
uh, news company. How'd they get the uh, camera up there into space to watch the space station blow up? <laughs> Elon satellites. Musk. Satellites. Yeah. But, but, yeah. That, yeah. but that's satellites. a really good point. Like, HD that quality. we don't have enough that little girl because one of the things that all those disaster movies really did was like ground each disastrous moment in something. So you, 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 the girl would be in direct peril and we'd be really concerned about the fate of his daughter. And, Atlanta and, was fine. Yeah, and then, and then, you know, you'd have like one character who you'd get to, to think is funny and then they'd be in the middle of the disaster. And even though you never got that character's name, you still cared about them enough to be like, oh, no, they're going to, oh, they died. You but, know, and, and there was a grounding in each. Instead, here, shit was just blowing up. And there we might see a person in the distance running. And that's as close as I, we But, get. like, there, there's that character in, um, with, like, the gas main that was exploding, which could have been a really cool sequence. Yeah, and it just didn't Chang. really work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, like, that guy, you had your moment. There's yeah. a guy that you can ground. Like, okay, so More we watch him. And, and he likes cats. And like, yeah. So there was things that there was cool about that character. And then as soon as we really start to experience it, they off them. And it's yeah. like, okay, well, that's how, you just had something where you could have grounded us to what's going on on Earth. That's because they, yeah, they tried to make it a mystery. They tried to make it more political. That's a, I think that's another mm. thing that they threw in all the stuff about global warming with the, the beginning and the end. And then they threw in the political stuff, probably post Trump things about. But they, and it's not the, the thing that like drives me insane about this movie is especially the political stuff. They didn't get like hackney bullshit actors. Like they got Academy Award oh, nominated Andy actors. Yeah, Andy Garcia, Ed Harris, Ed Harris, and yeah. now Grant Ed Harris is wearing his best. Like I'm not gonna betray you, face. <laughs> like, and I props to Ed Harris being a very comfortable in his skin man. He never requested an apple box. He was always <laughs> shorter than Jim Sturgis, and. Props to that, guys. You got to give it to him. Unless Tom Jim Cruise. Sturgis was on Apple Boxes. Uh, no. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise would have demanded Apple Boxes around that corner. He didn't on uh, Edge of Tomorrow. I like bringing that up. They used That's his hype for Edge comedy. Edge of Tom- Tomorrow's... Uh, we, that, we love that movie. It's phenomenal. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I'm not going to go into Wonderful. this Way better than this movie. Let's talk about Edge of Tomorrow. No. <laughs> the other thing that I kind of equate this movie to is Godzilla in a way. I was trying to talk to Brian about Which this Which one? Just the Just franchise the, the idea of Godzilla. Because, like, especially after the last American Godzilla movie came out, I had to argue with so many people about it. Because they'd be like, it was boring. They had all these people in it. I didn't care about them. I just wanted to get to Godzilla. And it t- he didn't get into it till like, 45 minutes, 50, an hour until the movie. I'm like, yeah, but that's Godzilla. Godzilla is never right away in the movie. That's never how it works. Godzilla always takes forever to get to you. They always throw in all these characters that you're not going to care about that are driving the narrative forward. That is just Godzilla movies. And to me, that was kind of this movie. Because yeah, a lot of people complain that we didn't get the Geostorm until way late. No, no, you didn't get the Geostorm at all. They prevent the Geostorm. At least in Godzilla, you get Godzilla. <laughs> we got a lot of precursors. And, and all of those all those disaster movies at their heart, good or bad, are about family. that Just like the Fast and the Furious. Um, oh, crossover, guys. <laughs> anyway, uh, God, we got so they many. They haven't movies. done that yet. We got, we got to they rob the Geostorm. They haven't fought weather yet in any of those movies. I think the question you're all missing is why isn't Gerard Butler in Fast and the Furious? Oh. I know, right? Oh, he'd fit in so well. Yeah, they got but, two more. You but I mean, the yeah. But their ham-fisted attempt to bring the brother, to, to, to pin, hinge this all on the brothers, it just did not work. And that's what makes a lot of those movies work. Well, they don't work. look anything like brothers. No, they don't. They and don't. they don't act like brothers. And they don't. And they're separated for the entire movie. And, and they're just... And even when they're separated, there's not a moment where you feel like they're really friends. 
you're just like I don't know. It just they didn't have any chemistry together. I, and it just uh. the only thing I'd push back on is I felt they had chemistry in the very last scene of the movie, like when they're fishing, like when they're mm. actually fishing. Yeah, that, okay. That was a at one moment where it's like, oh, yeah. oh wait, the, uh, you could tell these guys are actually kind of Could friends you guys offset. have instead opened the movie with something like yeah, that like, and then shown us them together liking each other i don't know like having them be like unbelievable at first until the end it's, you know well, at least they, to try they, to pay it off had, like, flashback. Like each other. yeah we could have started with a moment when they were still friends because i mean i feel like if, if we knew out. that they were okay, okay with each other we already got a movie with shoehorned in narration we don't <laughs> no. need to shoe him in oh flashback. so much narration no but okay so <laughs> just take for example so we they do the horrible horribly written foreshadowing of we have our own secret code and it's like okay i get it like this is going to come back uh you could have fixed that with doing a flashback of them as children using the code to Ooh. talk to each other. And then suddenly we have an establishment that they okay. used to live together. They were friends. They have a code. The code can come back and you don't need any bullshit dialogue. Look, I just fixed part of your movie. Go, Brian. Grumble, grumble, grumble. <laughs> You're wearing a purple shirt. <laughs> All right, Christopher Nolan. <laughs> None of that was Nolan-esque. Yeah, that wasn't Nolan-esque. That was you, did, you did over-explain a lot of what <laughs> if If it was Nolan-esque, they would have been at a dinner table and one of the characters would have just described the entire situation without showing. Yeah. Right, for sure. And then yeah. you would have been like, bomb as the geo story picks. Can we not hate on Nolan again? <laughs> it's funny. In the Ex Machina listen, episode I just listened to, I joke about, like, man, we hate on Nolan too much. <laughs> That's we the just, thing is, yeah. He needs to play to his strengths and less to his weaknesses, which I also like taking yeah. cheap shots. This I mean, is fun. I'll say it here and out. He's one of my favorite filmmakers. I just I love taking shots at him. He just needs to lay. Uh, okay, he's so just the, really good yeah, with exposition, unlike this say? piece of shit yeah. movie. Well, here, uh, what else does Beth have to say? Oh, I just so when I was watching it, I just started writing down questions, continuous <laughs> questions, <laughs> no answers. Oh, let's do. Uh, give me three of your questions. Let's uh, do your top three questions, and then there's something I actually want Chewie to talk about. Okay, the long con of the plan that's put into place. <laughs> How long and far back was Ed Harris planning this out? Birth. Like, the day the president was sworn in, a few months in, and he was like, I could do a better job than this. I don't want to run for president or anything. His first words were, I want to be the president. <laughs> I want to murder a president and become president. And then he'll stand on an apple box behind a podium. <laughs> uh, what, Question answered, number two. What is Gerard Butler's specialty? He says he built it. He says he designed it. Sure. He says he hired everyone who works there. He knows, he understands weather patterns, and he's a scientist. Wh- what is he's, he? He's, he's the How many Musk. degrees he's does he Steve have? Steve Jobs of Geostorm. No, Steve Jobs just sold no, things. He didn't build he's things. He's the Elon, Elon Musk of like a scientist. <laughs> he's a scientist. He does science things, but also construction things. Oh, that, that's, he's a, a, that's a regular he's, he's specialty. Kind of, he's kind of this like... Scientist. He kind Question of brings two a, answered. How about number three? And every now and then, <laughs> he, he dresses up in a cloak and sings he, phantom songs. He brings an everyman quality to the Ooh. super genius god figure. <laughs> oh, maybe I just missed this one because I was doing my taxes while I was watching this movie. <laughs> you have to stay awake somehow. Why exactly. Don't do taxes, which makes everyone unhappy while watching this no, movie. No, doing my taxes makes me very happy. Really? Yes. I'm a weirdo that way. But anyway... <laughs> Maybe huh. I missed it, but towards the end of the movie, poor man's Catherine Heigl kept saying... <laughs> poor man's Brie Larson, please. Yes, no, <laughs> poor man's <laughs> Catherine Heigl kept saying, we're engaged, I'm his fiancé, I'm his fiancé. Did I miss him no. ask her? He, he, he no, talked she asserted about herself. it. They talked it about it. No, in... she said it 
three freaking times. I didn't, yeah, she I didn't does. even remember her saying it no, once at the he, end. No, he they when he was in bed with her, uh, he mentioned the idea of going like public, maybe getting married, and then she was just like, no. And then later on, when he was doing cool things, she was just like, oh, by the way, we're engaged. So I guess she took his maybe we should think about getting married as a proposal that she later just went. They really oh, leaned, I, they, we'll skip over the part. That could backfire. They really <laughs> leaned hard on that. Really enjoyed her character. She's that's who I wanted one, you to talk about. She's this. actually one of the reasons why I like this movie. Poor man's uh, Catherine Heigl. Gosh. Poor man's sure. Brie Larson. It, she is, I like I her more Larson. than Catherine Heigl. Uh, if Catherine Heigl and Brie Larson had a daughter. Because, okay. <laughs> I'll give you that. I don't yeah. know okay, all right. if you guys noticed, but this movie's oddly progressive. One, there is only, I looked at the IMDb counted while watching this movie, there's only one more man than woman that has multiple lines of dialogue in this film. There's almost equality in the casting and dialogue of this film gender wise and you have a woman who's a top ranking uh astronaut secret service secret service service. oh also astronaut yes astronaut but i'll get to her later astronaut (laughs) astronaut there were no women in the nasa there however there were no women in the nasa control room but that's fine yes there was tons of oh Mm -hmm. wait yes nasa i actually pointed that out too (laughs) but nasa was all old guys in polos as well yeah um, that sounds like NASA to me. There are women in the NASA <laughs> control okay, room. We have a very strong woman who is in the Secret Service, and she's not low in the Secret Service. She's high. She's up there next to the president. People take orders from her. She kidnaps. And, not a si- and she walks away from not on the single- line when the plane is landing. Okay. She pulls her boyfriend whatever. aside <laughs> to throw away she's her career not good and ask why she's right, there. But whatever, guys. I'd say she's good at her job. She's it's different ne- circumstances. All right. <laughs> no one questions. You knew this was coming, Chewie. <laughs> this is a movie with a woman in a high-ranking position, and no one questions her abilities. Um, That's she didn't true. get the plate on the car that hit that guy. The what? The 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 other sci- oh. the scientist that they were meeting in like mm. Dupont Circle when he's hit by a car. She okay. Sees, or she sees a guy get in a car, pulls out her gun to fire, and doesn't get the plate That's off the car. All right. Point. So, but no one actually questions her. Yeah, everyone just Which normally in movies like this, there would be somebody else in the Secret Service going, "Oh, we shouldn't hire women" or something like that. <laughs> No, I, I do That's agree. That's a normal thing. It's no, so I, rare for us to get a woman in her position who's very confident, very career-driven, and never put down by anyone else around her. Yeah, there's, That's there's, fair. There's, totally fair. There's no moment of like, that. oh, come on, toots, you don't know what you're doing? Like, yeah. they don't have anything like no. that. Like, it's, yeah. Even the president, when she says, you have to come with me, just goes with her. He trusts her. I like how they're as Everyone they're, trusts her. Their relationship, too, is actually... Like she says, no, this is what I want. And he's like, he kind of whines a little bit, but then acquiesces. He's like, okay. Yeah. Like, he listens to her, I'm weirdly. Like, it was, I loved it. There's <clears throat> so rare to find a woman in a movie where sh- her power is never diminished. That's true. Oh, and yeah, I, like, unlike it, the lady uh, captain of the ship yeah, where Gerard well, that Butler was, just diminished her the second Gerard he got on board. Butler, but she put him in his place right away. Do, do you think in the original version there was a romance between the two of them? Absolutely. I, yeah, yes. Definitely. I'm happy they got it, rid of that. It wasn't in this. There was, but... She was up and down for me. Uh, she did the casting of her. Like she, it was nice to see that they didn't cast her as either a really ugly scientist or a super beautiful scientist. She's somewhere in the middle. She's not Denise Richards. Yeah, she's somewhere in the middle. <laughs> Denise Richards, uh, physicist. But Christmas. she just she did feel weak the entire time. I did not attach myself to her character as much. 
You didn't love it when she just showed up literally no. out of nowhere. Oh my god! No, <laughs> but, oh my god. but took the time to she's, put on her spacesuit with the German flag there. on the arm, even though the entire space station is blowing yeah, up. There was this whole nationalism thing that never like it was always like this undercurrent, like that British dude who was the most obvious villain of all time. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. And he Curse was so so British, and he was so like, by the way, FR, I'm British, I'm very very British, and you're I not love British. Football and crumpets. Okay. <laughs> that is that is but just not an American cowboy. And no. then he made comments about being American, but it never like paid off. <laughs> that is just so cliche science. Uh, space station thing that was in Armageddon. That That's was just in standard. No, no, talk is what you're saying. That was in Cloverfield but it Paradox. Hey, off! Like, in fact, if this is a geostorm, how come the entire fucking geostorm was happening in America? No, it when, wasn't. I mean, it was it happening in Rio, Rio, and Japan, oh, and Russia. We did see some people. Okay, I, oh, I did like the thing in Rio where all the people were freezing coming out of the beach. With the okay, girl who was, was doing her I best '90s that. run, guys. Back to the '90s again. She's doing the arms down. Hands kind of flopping. Uh, somehow I'm running really fast while doing this. I kind of like I had, a, I laughed a lot during that scene just because of the sound the birds made. And like, thunk, thunk, thunk. She and then, like, a, a <laughs> crashing frozen. She does. Plane. It's amazing. She's a <laughs> in, that whole sequence, like flip flops. Oh. Yeah. And just totally ditches her boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> I look back. She doesn't even blink. All I can say is I hope that if I'm ever caught frozen like that, I too am reaching out for my loved one as they run away and I'm like but, hold that pose for eternity. I, if, if I was running away and Chewie's like 20 yards in front of me and she turns back and I'm frozen, she's getting the finger. Like, you couldn't have waited! <laughs> I, think I was going to die! From, a, from a, a, a humorous standpoint, I do think that that particular scene is very inspired. <laughs> because that was as I'm watching this, I'm just like, I'm like... What else can we do to this? Like, let's 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 uh, Mad Libs this. Let's, let's add more things to it. And it's like <laughs> da, da 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 a plane. I bet you know they should put a plane is coming. All right, this is cool. <laughs> what if it crashes in there? The wing uh, the wings break. Okay, like I'm going along with this, and it's really funny. Yeah. No, if the movie had been more of that sequence, <laughs> I would have been totally on board. She has to run in sand, which is not easy. No, it's not. Uh, is she wearing sandals too? Those yeah, flip flops. flops. And then she has to run across a busy street and almost get hit by a car. And then she runs into a back alley in her bikini, which is never safe. And then she's getting hit <laughs> with seagulls and planes. <laughs> okay, also, see- well, that shot. There's that shot where you can actually see the cars almost hitting people and people dodging around. I was actually really stressed during that. Yeah, that's and that's what I'm saying is we, this movie needed more of that. That's what like movies like Armageddon and all those other movies all have is is for each disaster we have a person that we care about, and that's what made that sequence work. And then you have other sequences where it's just cars being crashed with no people in them, and we don't really get. If, if there had been well, more of that Rio in Hong Kong, you had the old lady. In Japan, you had the guy. Oh, lady the did was boy. Just like walk. We didn't. Yes, the boy you, and his dog. You had the boy and his dog in Mumbai. Awesome we did You had the couple taking a <laughs> selfie in Russia. But I think we didn't get like the the Rio thing worked because we just like we saw these people before it happened and then we followed uh, them. She and it still was, like, died, whole... by the way, she because because they cut out. Right when she was getting the plane essentially falling with shrapnel all around her, that's when they cut to them in the space station. We stopped the geostorm yeah. or something like that when they knocked yeah. the satellites out with the other satellites. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I just mm-hmm. yawned. She at still that whole totally time. died. Oh, oh yeah. they just For didn't sure. continue showing her. Yeah, she probably. It would have been cool to see her be like, "Oh, I made it," and then like, she's yeah, Jurassic like, World could have taken a, a dead from bird that. falls on her head. <laughs> a frozen seagull coming out of the sky would hurt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> The sound, that sound design for that was so funny. Yeah. So so we're about in an hour here. What? Uh, yeah, Already? I know. It's fun to talk about bad movies. Uh, 
what what is like uh we've already talked about the things that you loved about it give me something you don't like about this movie you can't just love it through and through that's impossible yeah oh we didn't oh, shoot we didn't talk about the other female character i enjoyed though the techie girl who was pulled oh, straight yeah. out of swordfish dana yeah, yeah. oh I, I forget about her constantly she's so she, tech stereotype. she was so pulled out of swordfish like yeah. she could have gone right into that other cool movie. hair yeah. like i don't care that you have yeah. a girlfriend i'm not in this for millennial village or whatever but um i can but, explain I, we got wine cups <laughs> but she was cool too guys she was cool uh and no one questioned her on her abilities either that's true, um, that's true. yeah that's true. This There's movie a, did some things right. I'll give you that. Right. They treated their women right. They treated their women really well in this movie. The question, though, still oh, stands. Oh, and then bangs. Because I don't remember her name in the movie. She just has those bangs from the 90s. Who? The, she was in, this, in the space station. She was uh, one of the girls that Jar Butler kept talking yeah. to. She had, like, those hot dog bangs. She had some uh, wicked bangs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she bangs. She bangs. Oh, <laughs> um, okay. she moves. <laughs> things I don't like about this movie. Uh, well, the, the entire Democratic convention, the CGI was awful. <laughs> Just atrocious. <laughs> like, yes, you can't afford an actual convention. Why? This is bad. <laughs> uh, I, I would I bet that's part of the reshoots. Yeah. Um, the, the, really? I really? <laughs> I, just, I like You loved the, everything about this movie? Not everything. This, I like how bad it is. I do. I enjoy how bad it is. But the daughter, yes. I don't really care about the daughter. I just don't care. Okay, so we got the daughter and the CGI at the, uh, D- the DNC convention. I hate, My God, I, I bought you the, the wrong Valentine's Day present. <laughs> I hate the narration. I, you know, I'm not a big you know narration person. Uh, so having that... In the beginning and the end of the movie, I'm like, well, shut up. At least it's only bookended, yeah. not like throughout the whole thing. Um, Sturgis's hair. I already talked about how I don't like that. Um, wow, you you just love this movie, like nine out of ten. <laughs> you haven't even reached for the Sturgis hair, I mean, and that's it. It's hard you haven't to, reached five things yet. It's hard to talk about something I hated in a movie that I am willing to say is bad. There's a lot. The dialogue is bad. The characters are not great. All of it is bad, except I enjoy the badness. I get that. Which is different from the rest of everyone who watches this movie, and they don't enjoy the badness. Yeah, I'll give you that much. Because like, there's a lot of bad movies. Like, like Emma and I, we both love Battleship. Yeah. And it's a terrible movie. You love but... Battleship, too? I've yeah. never heard you express that. We've talked about times. it. Right. I can't stand Battleship. I know. So which I it... don't understand if you love this movie and you hate Battleship. I can't stand You know what Battleship. Geostorm needed? You know what I'm going to say. Chicken a burrito. legless man oh. yeah, boxing no. an alien. And I would also add a chicken burrito to that. Can I, I hated the the fucking burrito That's thing. That's the best it. part of that movie. No, it's not. It's the worst. All right. Taylor Kitsch is not likable. Can I? I just got a couple notes. This is fascinating. I would like to share that I wrote as I was watching this movie. What, did a computer write the screenplay after watching a bunch of disaster movies? Um. Is okay. it a computer? Is that what you asked? Yeah, a computer like write this movie. Because yeah, okay. it felt like, it, sure, felt like sure. it was cobbled together from like things that computer like watched movies and went, okay, these movies all have these elements. Insert feelings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, they did that for Harry Potter. They had the Harry, uh, computer write the next Harry Potter book and it was delightful. <laughs> um, there's a lot of, oh, okay, I think this is also one problem I have with this movie. There was a lot of the things happen and then another thing happens instead of thing happening that necessitates another thing happening. There was a lot of like this thing, this lightning thing happened. Okay, now this other thing happened. And we never really saw like uh, this causing this, causing this, causing this. Like you I do in a lot of examples. Um, 
Like, uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, because when she smashes into the bad guy's car and pushes him into the no, lightning storm, that was No, I'm not talking storm, about that. that I'm talking about, awesome. like, we would just have, like, Almost. a thing happens in Rio. Okay, now a thing happens over here. And I know they're related to the wetter satellite, but they just sort of seem like, oh, this happens, then this happens, then this happens. And I'd like to see some kind of, like, connective tissue of, see, like... that's well, a weird complaint because, again, that's exactly what happens in Armageddon. Where pieces of an asteroid are just following in different parts of the world, and then you but just in Armageddon, see... I understood why. You, there's this a movie storm like... happening. The satellites but are. It makes no sense. Okay, so, so here, here, here you on. just have a satellite who's targeting cities in Armageddon. You had asteroids falling yeah, from the I, sky. Yeah, but asteroids. Were but, real okay, things. hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> this is going to create so much anxiety for anybody driving in their car for this episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but so the. I think where Emily's at is that, so, like, take, for example, Armageddon. Armageddon is there's an asteroid coming. There's small asteroids around it. They all smash into the planet. Yeah, yeah. This movie, we have geostorms, but the movie never accurately sets up that this movie, like, that the planet is, like, at the end of the world. So, if Dutch Boy, which we didn't even talk about how dumb the name is, but if Dutch Boy isn't working, the planet goes into, it's dead. So like It's the, attacking itself. Yeah, but I don't think the movie did a good enough job setting up the fact understand. that, like, it, if Dutch Boy isn't on... Everyone dies. Like they say it a few times, kind of like, "Oh, if Dutch Boy isn't working, then the whole planet's going to go into disarray." But then Dutch Boy blows up, and everyone's fine. So, like, so why is it when it blows up at the end, okay? NASA takes control of the I, satellites around the Earth I get it. until they, try they to rebuild D- Dutch Boy in six months. Yes, the, the time <laughs> in this movie makes no sense. Everything but, happens really fast. But I mean, just because they fix it with a line of dialogue doesn't mean that the rest of the movie is null and void. Like, it's not like it. It doesn't like everything they established so far. Is that if Dutch Boy isn't on, even for a minute, the whole world just goes crazy. See, I didn't get that at all. I See, thought Dutch Boy was there to correct things that were happening. <laughs> and if you turn it off, then you can't, like, if there's too much rain or too much snow, it can't be corrected. Okay, I kind of got that vibe But, like, too. if you, what they were doing was creating too many events in different places all at once, and then it's not fixable after that like you fully no, I destroyed that much, portions yeah. of the planet but i didn't think the planet was in such disarray that if we turned it off it would just implode on itself i thought they were trying to make earth implode on itself by using the dutch boy was, for evil he was yeah he was trying to use dutch boy to target places that didn't agree with america essentially. sure but like jim sturgis has that line where he says or it's uh, i'm not sure if it's jim sturgis or Gerard butler but one of the two of them goes we can't let this happen if Dutch Boy's off for even a minute. The whole world is in trouble. <coughs> yeah, the whole world's at risk of terrible weather. That's what I was getting from that line. Yeah, yeah, but I get that, yeah, the whole world's at risk, but that doesn't mean that it's all going to start immediately. But that's what the fear. I mean, it's the classic fear of you don't want to give it a chance. Yeah, I, I guess. I just, I just, I don't think they did a good enough job, for, at least for me, it, both times I saw this thing, explaining that they're using Dutch Boy to create the weather. Like, I get that they it fixes it, the weather. They create and fix weather, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which people are currently trying to do. Well, no, I know. They, they we need, need storm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, had, although they still one, believe in it, I guess. I want to point one more thing out that really bugged me. Um, they He shoots a gun in a space station. Oh my God, and this... it hits a window, and the window like immediately cracks. What, you know if you shoot a, a gun, not that anyone should try this, but if you shoot a gun on a plane and you hit a window on the plane, the plane window is designed not to crack. Um, how is a space station technology? Gerard Butler space. built this space station. <laughs> I told you, contractor. <laughs> that's just a classic trope. But why are there guys? guns in space? At he, least in Armageddon, they say, why are there that guns up here? He cannot find, space he can't find oh the backup God. server room. I understand that that's a complaint, but that's a complaint for every sci-fi film that it happens in. Again, that also happened in... 
Cloverfield Paradox. Which I was like, oh. why is that printable? You it shouldn't happened. have guns in space. It happened in no Aliens in 4. It happens uh, in so many movies. But never is it done as well as in Armageddon when the line happens, why do you have a gun in That's space? Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. It's so good. That's a really good question. <laughs> well, they can't just do that again. But, but it was but an awesome why, moment. Why not, though? Yeah. They can even hire the same actor. He's still around. And all he has to do is just show up for one scene to go, why well, do you have a gun in space? Yeah, he's doing that TV show that we watched two episodes of and went, no. Oh, which one was it? The, we're talking about... Is that William Fickner? I, I don't remember Buscemi his name. who said, why do you have a gun in space? No, it's the guy... Because he, he sees him pull it out of the yeah, safe Yeah, William first. Fickner's the one who has the gun. Yeah. I thought it was the Russian guy in Armageddon. No, the guy oh, says, the why do you have a gun... I'm, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure the guy says, why do you have a gun in space was the guy who played the coach in Remember the Titans. Oh, my God. Uh, I what never saw happened? that movie. There's a lot Shots of circling face. here. Yeah, we're losing John. <laughs> I, 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 I just, I just imitated a, everyone listening to the podcast. Oh, I, I have to move on to quotes now. Oh, quotes. <laughs> I was trying to let you say, there oh, were, it's okay. time for quotes, not trying to correct the episode. I will, I will give this movie credit for having some really great quotes. Uh, I'm going first, because if anyone takes mine, I would be heartbroken. So... In the last third of this movie, as I said before, I do start enjoying it. And it's like, I enjoy it because I feel like maybe the last third was kind of where the original movie was, where it's kind of well, campy and stupid. The last third and... is getting to what everybody else wanted, which was just the wall-to-wall destruction at the, exactly. the whole two hours, I guess. But it turned into that, like, it, what I think you watch the whole movie and I only get in the last third, where it's like, oh, it's like, kind of like the classic, like, disaster movie. And as I'm watching it, both, both at home, because I forgot it happened, and then in theaters... Where they're getting to the point, I'm like, man, this movie just needs somebody to go, you son of a bitch. And then somebody <laughs> fucking does it, and I was so happy. Uh, so it was after Gerard Butler sacrificed himself and then didn't, and he got saved. And the guy who was somehow, it doesn't matter. So a guy saves him, and he grabs onto his like escape pod thing, and then he looks out the window and sees him and goes, Hernandez, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so happy. And then he says, thank the Mexican. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Again, this weird nationalism that doesn't go anywhere. Okay. Does it need to go anywhere? People are just nationalistic But they just keep life. saying it. I expected it to go somewhere. To go to Mexico? Uh, they they try to have it go somewhere in one line where they say, now Dutch boy is all of ours. <laughs> That's like, like volcano. That volcano. That's the volcano oh, But ending. that was, again, the worst part of Volcano. <laughs> I need to oh. rewatch Volcano. John, well, go. Okay, I got... I got one because it just kind of encapsulates the ridiculousness we've been talking about. But the where I found the humor in the kind of the weird logic of the movie, uh, it's when he found the hacker up on the space station. He's like, you can't spend the money if there's no planet left. He's like, we'll be saving all the best bits off the planet. I'm like, where? How? And he just decks him and like, yeah. the I'm like, okay, but like, you could actually see it in the actor's face too. Like that line was like, wait, yeah, he's right. I guess I should give up. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's dumb. <laughs> um, I I chose when Andy Garcia takes out Ed Harris and he's like how'd you do that and Andy Garcia says how because I'm the goddamn president of the United States of America <laughs> where was the rest why wasn't this in the whole movie <laughs> do you want to go back sure um, I picked when Gerard Butler uh, flew up to space all by himself to get onto the space station he looks around at the space station and he goes Look at you, girl, living and breathing. <laughs> I liked. Was it you or who was complaining about the fuel usage? Me. It was you. Okay. I also complained about it to you. I had to pause the movie and come into the room where you were to bitch about it. Global warming <laughs> is what we're trying to prove. Right. And we want one right? man with no supplies in a Very space station. There, it, what the, the fuck? Those space shuttles are running off of corn syrup. Okay, guys. Oh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> sure. Why not? 
or something. <laughs> I don't know. I can't defend that. Um, but he did look very happy, and the how happy he looked to go into space is probably reminiscent to how I would look if I got to go to space. Ooh, no. space. Oh. He lived in space, space didn't he? I mean, no. like this is like just going back to space. <laughs> but I would just be so happy if I got to go to space. It would be fun. Talk to Elon Musk. We're friends, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, my quote is from the character we didn't really talk about, and what is her actress's name? Let me look that up really fast. Dana the Hacker Girl, or Dana the Hacker Girl? Yeah. Uh, I think that's how it is in the script, name. actually. Dana. Dana, the, Dana the, hacker the Hacker Girl. No, so Dana, comma, the Hacker Girl. Her Just... name is, her, she's played by Zazia Beats. Cool. She's Man. in the next Deadpool movie. Oh. She is. Uh-huh. She's Domino, isn't she? Oh, she's Domino. Oh. I'm looking forward to seeing her. I like She Domino. should be awesome as Domino. Yeah. That was, a, that was a solid casting choice. Okay, it's from her. Uh, and the quote I enjoyed was, uh, which she's trying to decide if she wants to help him or not. She, He's just like, you don't have to do this if you don't want to. And she's like, no, no, it's okay. But it's, it's just kind of like when you're going on Kind of like going on a roller coaster eating Chipotle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, I feel you, girl. Time uh, back into the burrito. I know exactly what that emotion's like. And I just don't eat Chipotle, but I would go on that roller coaster. <laughs> Did you think of a review system? Oh, yeah. I got to do that. All right. Fine. Uh, horrible movies that you were the only one who likes it. Batman vs Superman. I can go first. Or just any movie that you think legitly is should be more appreciated, and no one else seems to. Uh, I'm not going to use Batman vs Superman because actually that movie is a legitimately great movie, and I can't do that to Geostorm. So I'll go with Suicide Squad because uh, it's terrible. It's just pure garbage through and through. But there's something to that movie that I just enjoy. I got to see Harley Quinn, and I thought Margot Robbie did a pretty cool job with Harley Quinn. I actually really like Will Smith as Deadshot. I think that was actually a really good casting choice. The guy that they got as Diablo, he was great. There's lots of really good things in just the worst package. And I have a feeling that's kind of how you feel about uh, Geostorm, although I think you like the packaging a little bit more than I do for Suicide Squad, but that's where I'll I don't go. Know, I have to rewatch Suicide Squad. I haven't watched that in a long time. Oh, it's not good. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> it's real bad. Uh, I'm going with Johnny Mnemonic. I've never seen Johnny Minamo. I love that movie. It's not good. But it's really, there's a really great speech where Keanu Reeves is bitches because he wants a sandwich. And um, I think that is, I, I feel, I felt he him in that moment. He, he's like, I want a cold Mexican beer. I want a sandwich. I want clean laundry. I don't know the exact quote, but like, it's it's an amazing speech. And I just find that movie really enjoyable and ridiculous. Mm. And Ice-T is in it. So I mean, you can't go wrong with Ice T yeah. in the movie. No. Whatever, if you were in the like eighties or early nineties, whenever he was still a singer, and then be like, Ice T's going to be a respected actor on like mm. real adult yeah. things. Yeah. You would cool not that, have thought let's that. Let's cool from that Johnny respected Mnemonic. word, but uh, he is definitely an actor in adult <laughs> things. I don't because I don't want to sully every week. Yeah, I don't want to sully Battleship by comparing it to Geostorm. But how, I will. That's how I felt about BBS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, um, I have one. And I love this movie. And it is terrible. <laughs> uh, Ghost Ship with Juliana oh, Margulies. I don't remember if I... I think I saw oh parts of Oh, my God. This movie is... One of the is, best openings ever. Oh, I can't. <laughs> that is the... I can't. I can't with that. You you hate it? Or oh, no. It? It's just... It's too terrifying. It gives me fucking nightmares. Huh. What's Ooh. the opening? Um, okay. Oh, the don't, wire? Don't tell her. If she yeah, hasn't seen okay, it, don't you tell her. It's so it. fucking awesome. The point yeah. is... It's a movie about salvagers who find an old cruise ship and then are haunted. And like, it's just like, it's, I can't even describe it. It's amazingly terrible. (laughs) 
but I like I bought it on iTunes and I was like, yes, this is <laughs> happening. No regrets, no apologies, but this is comparable. Okay. That's how I feel about 13 Ghosts. Uh, same director. Really? Yeah, true story. <laughs> Not surprised. Awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> 13 Ghosts is amazing. I haven't seen that either. It's like VR ghost. It's the weirdest movie. <laughs> <laughs> only see ghosts if you wear special glasses. And if Matthew... you wear the special glasses, they can kill the fuck Wait, out of you. Matthew the... Lillard. They can kill Matthew you with Lillard. Glasses. Is that what? the movie? No, no, that they can kill you without people? the glasses. Okay, I was about to say, then why would you ever just, just no, no, try no. put on they the They can glasses. kill you without the glasses. I found the creepiest part back in the day when I rented it at Blockbuster. Oh, wow. was <laughs> On what? VHS, I'm sure. No, no, DVD. Ooh. I was a lady. Um, <laughs> but they had a special section where they broke down each ghost and like how they died and what their story was. Oh, that yeah. was far creepier to watch than the movie in its entirety, yeah. but still fully enjoyable. Matthew Lillard's in it, too. Was that yeah. the amazing. one that had the girl from... Uh, American Pie, and they're like, she's not just the sexy European. Shannon Elizabeth. Yeah. Oh, she, she's, she's the daughter. Yeah. She's totally in that. Yeah. yeah. She's currently yeah. like Celebrity Big Brother movie. Oh, that's yeah. Tony Shalhoub's in it. It's what? a. They're in a house that's made of clear glass. I mean, there's a lot. It's of a clockwork stuff. house made of glass. Yeah. 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 A oh, lawyer gets scary. sliced in half. That sounds like point. terrible design. Yeah. Oh, such an awesome. But movie. there's a reason for it. There's a reason for all of it. All right, John, you got a movie. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with. Well, three of them, but one in specific. It's the Hobbit trilogy, but the Battle of the Five Armies, the the last one. Oh, the movie that didn't need to be a movie. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> Whereas, like, I still, like, there's a lot of arguments that you made for this movie that I just find myself doing that, too. Where it's like, yeah, okay, yeah, no, I can see why you think that's bad or why, like, that is bad. I still really enjoy it. I love this world. I love being in the world. And uh, there's enough of those jokes that don't land for everyone else that still land for me in it, so... The only reason I don't like that movie is because I feel like they should have just put it in the second yeah. Hobbit movie. Yeah. Just make the second Hobbit movie five hours long. It makes more sense. Oh, yeah. Or just, you know, make one Hobbit movie. It would have been. Yeah. yeah. But see, like, that's the thing. It's like, Cough yeah. <laughs> those, those critiques, I would find myself being like, oh, yeah, sure. Sure. I would watch it again. I'd put it on the, the if I had it. Lee Pace is a sexy beast. Mm, oh, yeah. He sure shit is. Uh, mm. Not that I condone, you know, illegally downloading things, but there is a fan cut of all three Hobbit movies into one three-ish hour movie, and it's fucking great. Mm. Not that I'm saying you should go download that immediately, but you should go download that immediately. <laughs> <laughs> you should NSA not not go download that immediately. Yeah, not yeah, not. Yeah. Don't not not do that. What? <laughs> what just happened? A lot of <laughs> negatives. I think I that's me watching this movie. I think that's why I did not understand. Bring it around. Is I would just be staring at space and be like, "What?" and then look back at the movie and something explodes. Although it I also it... helps that I find Gerard Butler to be a very attractive man. He looks like he got bit by a snake in this movie. Oh. <laughs> you know? Did not... you enjoy watching his hairline change <laughs> continuously? Is, uh, his weight went... also changes. His yeah, weight changes you went dramatically. Reshoots, reshoots yeah. not reshoots. <laughs> yeah. Reshoots, not reshoots. It's like I'm a little chubby. I'm buff. I'm a little chubby. I'm buff. It's like yeah. Le- last see night, a doctor. <laughs> I'm shooting the second half of something that that shot upstate and I wasn't a part of before. Uh, so last night, one of the, one of our two leads just goes, "Yeah, I lost uh, ten pounds since we shot the first stuff." And I just looked at her and was like, "What?" And she was just like, "Yeah, no, I don't think anybody's gonna notice." And I was like, "No, no, what?" In the age of HD, oh it, yes. It's also fun to go back and watch Sweeney Todd and be like, all right, which scene is she pregnant? Which scene is she not pregnant? Pregnant? Not pregnant. Did oh, you go? What, Did what? you pick a movie? No, she is not. Oh, oh I'm supposed to pick one. Yeah. 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 I have to do it every week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, shoot. I feel like you're just killing time while I was picking a movie and you forgot to <laughs> pick about a movie while killing time. I wasn't even thinking about it. <laughs> uh, I was engaging. Hmm. Oh, well, actually, I was thinking about it earlier. I wasn't even thinking about the review system, but it's very accurate. Uh, down Periscope. <laughs> <laughs> is that an unpopular movie? 
Uh, sadly, yes. Yeah. Oh, I enjoyed People, that movie. That movie is bad. It's <laughs> really, yeah, it is bad. It is so bad. It's enjoyable. Uh, there's on rewatch. There's so many sexist. Yeah, I was about to so say. I bet it's really on. sexist. So sexist. But I still enjoyed watching it. That's because we're all part of the generation where it was on TV on a constant yeah. basis. And it Kelsey yeah. Grammer in it. Yeah, I saw it in theaters. Kelsey, you see everything even in theaters. Rewatching Frasier, I'm like Kelsey. Kelsey Grammer is just a misogynist dickhole. Yeah, but I still enjoy him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. down Periscope, guys. Right. I have it. I have my original. I bought it from Blockbuster DVD that has the co- stickers still on it. That's dedication. Yeah, it's lovely. <laughs> uh, oh, we had to oh. bring it to a close. No, well, did. Do you do yours? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We all went. Everybody. Yeah. Uh, do we have any other plugs? Uh, yeah, I can plug next week's episode, which I am so excited to talk about. Uh, and I had to specially line it up when Emily could not be on because she would not have watched this movie. No. Yeah, I'm going to Gallifrey One next yeah. weekend, everybody. <laughs> so we are talking about it next weekend. Ooh, nice. Yay, I, that's gonna be great. Nice. I am so excited to talk about nice. it. Nice. I, I wanted to make sure I didn't torture Emily. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. That would have been just, really hard. Thinking, like, is there any way we can cut it where you just don't actually see the clown? <laughs> I even messaged her a while ago. I'm like, all right, what weekend can you for sure not yeah. be here? And I'll put it there. I appreciate uh, that very much. Yeah. I don't know what I would have done. Like, Go I, on. I, I just imagine you'd probably sit it out. Yeah. I wouldn't have blamed you. but yeah. uh, So it'll work out. So I'm okay. very excited to talk about that one. And then after that, we have, uh, which uh, unfortunately, because she'll still be at Gallifrey One, we have to do two in one weekend. We're doing our uh, battle of best picture winners. So we will all eventually we will loop back around and talk. No about one's them. allowed yeah. to choose Crash because I wanted to talk about that dumb movie. Now I feel like I must choose Crash, no, but no. I would definitely lose that fight. Um, <laughs> okay, so and then we also have our website hhpod.com, uh, where I still have my article up there, which has huh? been getting some traction, which I appreciate. You made the guy at Flickchart mad. I did make the guy at Flickchart mad. Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> turns out when you talk about how ranking movies is a bad idea, the guy who created a website for ranking movies isn't a fan. Uh, <laughs> What? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we can do that. I'd, I'd highly appreciate anybody sharing and reading. It's yeah. been pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm working on an article now about Persona 5, which will be for all of like five people, but uh, I enjoy <laughs> writing it because it, uh, it was a fun time. No, and it's a good article too. I definitely agree. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and then what else? Spotify playlist. Uh, check out our Spotify playlist. If you're still listening to this today, it is still for 50 Shades of Darker Free. 50 Shades of Free. 50 Shades of Free playlist is probably better than the movie. Uh, yeah. Well, hope- are you, there was a distinction though between a uh, playlist that was inspired by the movie, which is a very fucked up relationship, yeah. versus song about fucking and i think we all went with songs about fucking yeah, yeah. Uh, well I, I had one Preferred. i had one cuddling song on there and yeah. i put that at the end of the playlist uh that's all i have though do all you right. want to say goodbye oh uh, well thank you for coming everybody i hope there's other people out there that enjoyed geostorm if not that's fine hate it but you know rent it give warner brothers some more money if you did like it why don't you they message don't, us in like <laughs> They kind of do that. A bad 2017. Yeah, not as bad as Paramount. This is how they learned their lessons, though. (laughs) Paramount still had the worst 2017. Ray from Monster Trucks. Yes. (laughs) Mother was really good, but no one went to see it. Oh, yeah, Paramount's in trouble. Yeah. (laughs) Woo. All right. All right, love you guys. Sign off. Bye. Bye. Bye.